Hey guys, welcome to Pursuing Jesus podcast, episode 12. This one is entitled, When Healing Doesn't Happen. And this is a fairly short episode. There's not a lot to dive into here. But I want to equip you. You know, in episode 11, if you haven't heard, it is about praying for the sick and is God's will to heal. And we discussed why biblically it is always God's will to heal. And we see that in the life of Jesus. And uh, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that. If you haven't listened to it a couple of times, get those scriptures in your head. Go do your own research in the Bible and ask God about it. Holy Spirit can reveal anything to you. You know, we have access to the author. And so don't just take my word for it, but dive into it yourself. But today we're going to talk about what happens. How do we respond when healing doesn't happen? Now quickly, I, I want to thank you for listening. We are still in the top 50 out of 92,000 podcasts. I can't believe it in the spirituality and religion category. And it's made possible by people like you who listen. And it really matters that you are following and that you turn on notifications. And if you enjoy the podcast, leave a review. On Apple, you can actually write a written review, even if it's one sentence. It helps more people dive into the podcast because they see, wow, there's 30 written reviews on this. Maybe I should check it out. Um, so please go do that, you know, on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening, please make sure that you um, support us just in that way by letting the world know that you like what you're hearing. And if you want to partner with us monthly, everything we do here is completely free and donation and support driven. I don't receive a paycheck from anyone. I'm an unpaid missionary. And so we totally live off of your support. If you want to give you can click the link in the description. You can give through Anchor, or you can go to my website, shanewinnings.com, and click on Give and Give Through Modern Day. We're asking people to consider a small donation of $5 a month. That's like a coffee from Starbucks a month, and um, it really goes a long way. So I want to thank you for that. Listen, like I said, this would be a quick episode. I want to dive right into something, because sometimes we ask questions, why didn't healing happen? Well, first, I want to say this. A lack of faith in the room is never going to be the problem. Not for the believing Christian. Now, how can I say that? I've, I've heard it said, well, Jesus had to get everyone out of the room who didn't have faith. Or, um, you know, this person wasn't healed because someone in here wasn't believing. You know, we tend to put the blame on someone else. But I don't see that in the scriptures. Now, I want to ask you a question. How much faith did Lazarus have when Jesus rose him from the dead? Well, none. <laughs> he was dead. He, he couldn't possibly have had any faith. He was dead. What about the blind man? The blind man who, who didn't even know who was healing him. How much faith could he have had? You see, it's not about lack of faith or faith of the person who's being prayed for or who's in the room. It's on us as the praying Christian, as the person praying, it's the great privilege that we have to believe and take God at his word. Now I will say this, our faith to believe in ourselves to be healed by God can cause God to release healing over us. Where do we see that? We see that in the Bible. Your faith has made you well. Your faith has healed you. It is as you have said. So there is a place, it seems, where our faith in Jesus to heal and our belief in him can release the healing. But when we look at the scriptures, 
there is never a time where it says that he was unable to perform miracles because there was a lack of faith. There is one instance where it said he did not perform many miracles, or he did not go and do all these miracles because of their lack of faith. Now, it's not that that would have prevented him because your unbelief is not stronger than Jesus's belief. Your unbelief is not stronger than Jesus's belief. And we're looking at that, that passage in the scriptures. But what is the point of healing? It's not simply to make your body better, but it all should bring glory to God. And Jesus was healing at the time, and it still happens today, to show that, hey, God is real. He's among us. He cares for us. Romans 8 talks about giving us strength to our mortal bodies. He doesn't only care about our souls, but we have a God who cares about our physical bodies, our mortal bodies. It literally says that. And so when Jesus is doing these miracles, it's unto something. Well, if these people have no faith, they're not even going to give God the glory. They're not going to change their mind. They're not going to do anything. Jesus is going to focus his attention on those who are going to be encountered by the living God and who are going to spread the word and who are going to give themselves to him. And so biblically, you won't find anywhere where it says Jesus was unable to perform a miracle because someone did not believe. And it's the same today. You know, I, I watched a video of Todd White healing a, an atheist, and um, that man was healed. And Todd told him, hey, you can unbelieve all you want right now. It doesn't even matter. God loves you. He's going to heal you. And I have prayed that way for atheists as well. Because when I saw that happen in that video, I realized, man, you're right. Christ in me is so much stronger than any unbelief in the room, including the person I'm praying for. And so I actually had the privilege of praying for an atheist in a gas station whose knee was hurting. And I said, man, can I pray for you? And he said, knock yourself out. I don't believe at all. And I said, dude, you can, you can try as hard as you want to not believe right now. I believe God's going to touch your knee. And he did. God touched that man's knee and he ran out of that gas station. He literally ran. He didn't say a word to me. He was freaked out because God loves him and God touched him. And guess what? When that man went to bed that night, he had to lay there and think about how his theology that God is not real just got exploded because God touched him. And so I say all of this to say, I believe the position that we should take, and maybe this is an opinion, and I'll humbly submit it as one. I won't say, God told me. I definitely know this to be true. Um, when it comes to, is God's will to heal? I believe that that is 100% true because we have scriptures, we have passages, we have themes through the Bible. We see that it is God's will to heal. But when it comes to how do we respond as a Christian, why doesn't healing happen, or what do we do when healing doesn't happen, I'm just going to humbly submit an opinion. My opinion is that we go low. We take the humble road. It's a great privilege to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. And when I don't see it happen, remember, as I talked about this in previous episodes, our goal is to love if you go out and you're just trying to heal the sick because you want to be awesome or you want to do a miracle, that is going to leave people feeling weird when you don't see it happen. 
You don't want to do that. Don't, don't operate that way. Our goal is to love, and when you're loving someone, you can give them the kingdom, and, and Christ is going to show up however he needs to. People say, well, I want to operate in this gift and this gift. The Bible says, seek first the kingdom and, and the righteousness of God, and everything is going to follow that. We don't know what's best God does, and, and maybe you're going out there trying to get a healing, but God wants to release a word over someone, and you're, you're only focused on a healing because you want to do a miracle. Come on, we, we don't have to live that way. We can love people. And so I have seen incredible breakthrough from loving someone even when they didn't get healed. You know, I'll say, hey, can I pray for you? Yeah, elbow, okay, let me pray. Pray a quick prayer. Okay, test it out. And they say, you know, nothing's different. And maybe they let me pray a couple of times. You know, I'm stubborn. I've seen people healed on the fourth, fifth, sixth try. I've seen people healed hours later. And I've seen plenty of people not get healed. But this is what I always say. I say, you know what? Thank you so much for letting me pray for you. I believe that if Jesus was here in the flesh, that you would be healed. Because he healed everyone in the Bible. And I'm just trying to be more like him. And so I want to thank you for letting me pray. I love you. I know that God loves you. And I, I still believe that it's his will for you to be healed. That's it. That's what I do when someone is not healed. And 99 times out of 100, that person leaves still feeling encouraged. I've heard people say, well, what, why would you pray someone in a, for someone in a wheelchair? What if they don't get healed? They're going to just feel even worse. How? I'm loving them. I'm still giving them a proper view of God, of saying, look, God loves you, and I, I'm, I'm reaching out as an extension of him. And if it doesn't happen, hey, that's on me. I'm trying to get closer to God because I know if Jesus was here, it would not be impossible for him. And he said nothing is impossible with God. And remember from the last episode, the reason the disciples couldn't deliver the boy was because of unbelief. And so I always take the humble road and I say, Lord, help me. There's some unbelief in me, obviously, or this person would be healed. I know that you don't hand out sickness. You don't hand out disease. You don't paralyze people. You don't put people in wheelchairs. You don't take people's legs or arms away. And I believe, God, that if you were here, we would see this person restored. So please help me to be more like you. And that drives me further into the prayer closet. That drives me further into intimacy with God. That makes me want to pray and fast even more to root out any unbelief in my life. But I always make sure the person I pray for knows, man, listen, God loves you. If Jesus was here, I totally believe that you would be healed. Listen, he never failed when he prayed for healing in the Bible. That's who Jesus is, and I'm just trying to be like him. Thank you for letting me pray for you. I love you, and, and I'm still going to be believing for your healing. I'm not saying that as a cop-out to try to make you feel better. I'm telling you, this is the God that I serve, and one day I pray that there's a day that I'm praying for people to be healed, and I never see someone walk away without being healed. Thank you. Thanks for letting me pray. And when you love the person well, that interaction is going to be great. And God's going to be glorified, even if you don't see the manifestation of healing. But I've seen people just try to heal. And when they didn't get a healing, and I'm, you know, I'm doing air quotes there, get a healing, which is just gross. 
They say, oh, well, sorry, you know. I've even heard people say, well, you don't have enough faith. If you just have more faith, God will heal you. And now you're condemning and you're putting bondage on the person who needs to be healed as if it's their fault, as if they're the ones who need more faith. Did you ever hear Jesus say that? Where did we get that language from? Come on, find it in your Bible. I never found a single place where Jesus says, you know what, the reason you're not healed is because you don't believe enough. So, sorry. Maybe if you try to believe more. Maybe if you straighten up a little bit. Maybe if you act right, I'll touch you. I've heard that stuff. Jesus never said that. When the disciples couldn't deliver the boy, Jesus didn't rebuke the boy. Jesus didn't rebuke the father for not having enough faith. He rebuked the disciples who were praying. And he said, this boy was not healed because you guys are perverted and twisted in your thinking. How long am I going to have to be with you? Why did he say that? Because he knew there was going to come a point where he was going to die and he was going to go be with the Father. And that great privilege to pray for people to be free from bondage was going to land on us solely. At that time, he was still walking with them. That's why he would say these things, guys. How long am I going to have to bear with you? How long am I going to have to be with you? It's like a teacher that's like, guys, there's going to come a day when you're not in this classroom anymore. You're going to have to do this on your own. How long am I going to have to show you these things? When are you going to pick this up? Because you have to run with this. Jesus is saying the same thing to us. And he's loving us as he does it, but he's saying, guys... When are you going to take me at my word? When are you going to believe in me for people to be healed? And when you don't see it, humble yourself, fast and pray and say, God, any unbelief in me, get it out. I want to be like you. That's how I respond when I don't see a healing. Things that I don't do, I don't start asking questions that I'm not going to get answers to. I don't start asking questions that are going to give the enemy a chance to speak over me, speak doubt into my life or whatever. Why didn't this happen? Why didn't this happen? Well, let me try to run down and figure out what door might have been opened and why this this sickness came in and what. I don't do stuff like that, guys. I keep it really simple. I pray for healing. If I see it, glory to God. If I don't, God, please help me be more like you. I love you. Thanks for loving me. Thanks for even letting me pray in your name. What an honor it is to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, I hope that helps. I don't know if you were expecting something more, but honestly, it's very simple. We have a great responsibility, a great privilege to steward our relationship with Christ. And the Bible says that what's done in secret will be shown out in the open That when you pray to your Father in secret, He rewards you in the open. And guess what? I believe that spending time alone with Jesus and doing things in secret, contending and believing and fasting and praying and crying out to God to use you to heal and to use you to restore, all for the purpose of bringing glory to God. I believe that He rewards you in the open by manifesting Himself. Because in the secret place, you are uprooting unbelief. You're speaking truth over yourself. And when you get out in the open and you pray for someone to be healed, the Lord is just moving upon the prayers of those who are in faith. So let's be people of faith. Amen? Amen. Let me pray over you right now before we close out this episode. Just that you would be a person of faith. If that's you, I want you to just say wherever you're at, say, Lord, I want you to use me. 
uproot any unbelief in my life. I believe that you still heal today. And I believe that you can use me to do it. Thanks for loving me, God. Let me pray over you. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus for every person listening. Lord, I pray that you would tenderize our hearts. God, that everything we do would be led by love. I pray, Lord, that you would use every person at the sound of my voice, that they would lay their hands on the sick and that they would see them recover and that they would then use that wide open door that heart that has just been opened because they were healed to preach the gospel. I pray, Lord, that we would see so many signs and wonders that would lead to a transformed life because they had an encounter with you. And Father, I pray that above all, we would never lose sight of why we're on the earth and that you said that they would know we belong to you by the way we love, not the way we heal. And so I pray, Lord, whether we see a healing or we don't, that we never lose the love. I pray, God, even now, I I feel led to pray that you would restore us to the joy of our salvation. Remind us of the things we did at first. Bring us back to that first love. Make us more like you, Jesus. We know if you were here in the flesh, every person would be healed. Every mountain would be moved. You said nothing was impossible with God. And so we are saying, God, we're going to take you at your word. We're going to believe you. We're going to go in faith. And we want to move mountains too. So use us to do it, God. Keep us humble. Keep us close. Speak to us, Lord. We're going to listen for your voice. In Jesus' name, amen.